Hi, this is Chaz Palminteri, and if you're thinking about getting your eyes done, the only person to see is Dr. Rothman of LASIK of Nevada. I flew all the way from New York to be here, and Dr. Rothman did my eyes. And all I could say is, it's a miracle. I could see. You see Dr. Rothman of LASIK of Nevada. the best source of Vegasy drinky goodness. I'm Alicia. I'm David. And this week, we left the city limits. We did for once. I don't Crazy. think we've done that in years. We haven't. But before we get to that. For an adventure. Go ahead. My studio audience! <laughs> welcome! <laughs> also, welcome. Live chat room. Live chat room. <laughs> um, before we get crazy, let's get crazy. What movie is that? Oh, want to get crazy? Let's get nuts. Batman. Okay. Never dance the devil in the pale moonlight. Want to yeah. get crazy? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Cocktail Let's of the do week. It. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't like that, Batman. <laughs> like Batman? I don't like the first Batman. I don't like oh, Mr. Blinky. You don't, you don't he like, wasn't the best Batman. You like Michael Keaton? Batman? Nope, not a fan. Sorry. Well, it, at the time though, it just annoyed me. I didn't like the I didn't like the soundtrack, the Prince soundtrack. See, I like that. I, 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 I am a, a, I am even, a Prince fan. I even, well, even as a Prince fan, it was pretty bad. Uh, Black and white, red and green. It's like so bad. It was like oof. that was kind of. It was forced. It was, forced. It was really forced. Um, now the actual score though, Danny Elfman's score. That was good. So we got a fancy schmancy cocktail. This cocktail's so fancy schmancy that we don't even have the recipe for the screen. We're just we, talking. We, and we kind of made our own variation of this fancy drink. Well, we, we'll explain it as part of our adventure a little bit later right. in the show and where we learned how to do this fanciness. It's not really that fancy. But explain what we're supposed to do, and then I'm going to do what we can do. Okay, so <laughs> I'm looking at a menu that I got as part of our adventure from El Segundo. Right. Um, and actually, we were taught how to make a prickly pear margarita. Prickly pear, prickly pear margarita. margarita. That sounds as good as it is. So for this drink, you first need to prepare a prickly pear mix using a prickly pear mix, <laughs> simple syrup, right. water, and, li and lime juice. Okay. So you make your own little pre-blend, and then you can make your own simple syrup, too. But we choose to just buy our own simple syrup. And, and we also choose to buy our own prickly pear juice. Because we couldn't find a prickly pear mix. But right. So sounds pretty going to do our own variation. Right. Um, and then I know why they said that, because they, they sell a regular prickly pear stuff. You know, like you get at the liquor store. Yeah. But like everything, it's probably really strong. So that's it's what like probably too sweet to yeah, get the water and dilute it. Juice and, water and, stuff in it. and so for theirs, they also have, they have, uh, let's see, they combine in a cocktail shaker, diced cucumber, mint, and sugar cubes and muddle that. 
And then they add uh, grand. radio audience, I'm muddling that. He's muddling. Can you hear that? And then you add a one and a half ounces of Casadores Blanco. Which I'm adding one and a half ounces of Sousa cheap uh, tequila. <laughs> per drink, right? Per drink, right. Oh, so that's three ounces. Knowing, knowing my math now. So you're going to go in the shaker. Yep. Going in the glass, it goes into the shaker, yes. Right. And then a third ounce of Grand Torres orange liqueur. And since I don't even know what that is, I'm using Contro. Which, so, yeah, we like to imp improvise well, here on Funko. Orange and Corps, this is still the good stuff. I mean, it's not like, how much of this? That's a third ounce, so double that. So that's two-thirds? Yes. <laughs> what is that, an ounce department? Do a, do a shot. Uh, do a, almost a shot. Two almost shot. two-thirds of a shot. One you like that, almost a shot? <laughs> right. And then you're going to add uh, four ounces of prickly pear mix. And I just, we just went and bought this. At the Whole Foods, that means this little bottle was five dollars. Yeah, what's the brand we Who got? Cares? It was too expensive. It's see. really good. It's, it's actually it's really tasty. It actually is really good. It's Cahill or Cahill Prickly Pear Thirst Puncher. It actually is fantastic. Oh, anyway, it's good. Hope that was so it. So did you double okay. that? Yeah. You put eight ounces. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh. Price of ice in the glass. Shake hard for 10 count, pour into a rocks glass, and then you garnish with a lime wedge, which you actually brought limes today. You know why? Because you cut them. <laughs> I know. Because you I remembered. Well, these are some not very ripe uh, lines. <laughs> All right. Well, you can't have everything, can you? And. That looks really, really good. There we go. Hey, look at. Oh, wait, let me get stuff out of the way. Look how nice that is. It's like, so pretty. You could tell we learned how to do it. You want a straw, my lady? Yes, I do. Bendy straw for your margarita? Yes, please. Thank you. That is utterly amazing. Mmm, it's delicious. Give us a drunk term. And it, think it, I think it would taste better, though, with the cucumber. Oh, it would. It would, it would lighten it up a bit. But that, like that's it. actually really good. Love it. It's quite refreshing. Okay, this week's drunk term is slopjaw. 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 This is, this is someone who unintentionally spills their drink or their shot down their face. Oh. They're too, like, too smashed, so. You've seen that. Don't buy your friend a drink if they're slopjawed. It's a it. waste of money. We got a little story about a slopjaw this weekend. We do. So, that we, you know, <laughs> let's do a quick station ID. Um, oh, should we, is, is this where we do the, yeah, let's, before we do that, let's tell the folks how to get a hold of us. Tell us how, David. Pubcrawl at VegasVideoNetwork.com is our email address. That's pubcrawl at VegasVideoNetwork.com. <laughs> On Roku, iTunes, YouTube. Facebook. Facebook now. Las Vegas Pub Crawl. LV Pub Crawl on Facebook. Um, Did you get Roku? Twitter. We're the LV Locals. The network is Vegas Video Network. Leave us a five-star review. Oh, on iTunes, please. Mm -hmm. We're the highest rated drinking Las Vegas podcast TV show there. Woohoo! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, so let's do a uh, station ID yep. and come back with Pub Crawl Adventure. You know, one of the things I like best about the Vegas Video Network are the people. There are no divas here. Everyone is exactly the same off camera as they are on. Hey guys, what's uh, Cocktail of the Week this week? You know what? I'll let you know what it is when it's time for you to know what it is. Why don't you get off the stage and get back in your production hall? Oh my god. You know what? And tell Cheap Ass Whitney to get us some decent brand liquor. This hobo off-wrap crap ain't cutting it. God, idiots. Totally.
and we're ice. back. <laughs> there was still ice in the shaker. Well, I was trying to sneak us another drink because this is so good that I knew that we're gonna need to do one more. And that's just ready for us. When we're Smooth. Ready. Yep, that's me. See how off camera, same as on. Um, this week's adventure is very interesting because we did this week's adventure. No kidding, and we say. We may leave stuff out. We don't make stuff up. We lift, we're going to leave a lot out, but this is no kidding, one day. This is one long day. This is sat last Saturday. <laughs> so Friday night, what did we do Friday night that was so hard to wake up on Saturday? Didn't we go to the club? Oh, I played. Oh, you played, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, we were at the Vamped and I played. Okay, so that was a long night. And the, did we go anywhere after that? We just, no, we were just there no, forever. Okay. So we had to wake up really early. Yeah, so we wake for up us. <laughs> at 9 o'clock in the morning. No, earlier than that. Like, like 8? 8, yeah. Right. Because we went to something that I cannot recommend highly enough. El Segundo Sol. We've mentioned this place on, our, on the show before. It's a Mexican restaurant at Fashion Show Mall. Um, great Mexican food. Well, I don't really know how great it is because come to find out we didn't really eaten there before. We just go there and drink and get the guacamole and the chips and salsa. <laughs> We've gotten like the street tacos. Ta we get their street. We get yeah, we the appetizers. We do the happy hour. We do street tacos. We do. Uh, they have the great cheese crisps that are, I think, the best thing. They've ever. got like an like an Italian seasoning almost. Kind of. Really they're fantastic. Anyway, but what, it's a lettuce entertain you uh, company, and they own Monami Gabi at Paris. They own the the Eiffel Tower at mm -hmm. Paris, and then a million places like all over Chicago and the Midwest or something. I don't know who knows. But anyway. Once a month at this place, and we've heard about this forever, because we, you know, we kind of know the manager, they do cooking fiesta, and they do a cooking class in the restaurant before they open. Yes, taught by the executive chef, Terry Lynch, and it was actually, here's the menu right here. See? And look at they give you all of these different recipes. It's awesome. So, and they cook, so here's what happened. To, to explain this, so I didn't know what to expect when we went. I thought, we're all going to probably be at... You know, like, kinda, it's going to be kind of goofy and we're all going to be sitting at a little station. And now you flip your blood and it's like, oh. But then I found out, we walk in and it's like, oh, no, it's that's, set up. That's, that, that's kind of what I thought, too. Yeah. So we walk in, though, it looks like the Emerald Show, but a little bit tiny. It's like the, there's, a, there's a whole setup. And then there's Maybe, like, what, like 25 people there, kind yeah, of all like that. In, tables in all around the, the chef? Um, on tables. And I thought, then I was a little worried. Cause I'm like, okay, now this guy's going to make stuff and we're going to maybe get a bite if we're lucky. Damn it. Um, gonna find out it was wrong, wrong, wrong. First off, it's 25 bucks a person. That's, and we'll explain a little more about that, but the weird thing is when we made the reservation, 25 a person, it's 50 for two of us, plus gratuity and tax. So it's like, okay, it's like 30 bucks. It ended up being like 34, 34 a person. We're like, well, I was like, well, eyebrow we'll, went we'll up try it, we'll try right. it. Yeah, let's see. So we go in there, we got the table set up, we all get seats. We're that was delicious. Jeez. <laughs> Um, we're a little bit hungover, as you as it is nine o'clock in the morning, on a on a on a Saturday morning. So we're, I wasn't. There was a point when he was talking that I was kind of had to like hold on to the planet Earth so I didn't fly off. You know that. Like, well, well, plus we like we normally do not wake up that early. No, I was a little. Oh, and then. Oh. Uh, oh, and so anyway, the first thing they do, he comes in, introduces himself. We all sit down. It's another hot spot, guys. You're a single dude, oh, and yeah. you live in this town. Think about what I'm saying here. It's a cooking class. Guess who the whole audience is? 
single chicks. There were a couple, couples, a few couples. But there but was a lot of just single ladies there. Another good spot if you're looking for that. And a bunch of couples. But. And it's kind of a mingler too because they, the, the class is scheduled for two hours, but after like an hour and 15 minutes, the chef's done. What's he's like, you can talk. So he's just kind of hanging around talking. We, we split at that point, right. but so anyway, um, it's a good So we're there and um, we sit down. The first thing he does, he comes out, gets a volunteer, which I hate the volunteer thing. He shouldn't even bother, but whatever. Oh, that's fun. It's interactive. For but they don't really do anything. Anyway, I just say, but I always just spend the whole time, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me, don't pick me. That's all I do. Like, just head to, don't pick me, don't pick me. And they don't, because I'm like this. <laughs> um, so anyway, the first thing to do, they had mercy on us and made us a drink. And I thought, oh, no, but they're going to make one drink, and we all, we're not going to get it. But okay, they make a sangria, a white sangria that was killer. The reason I so know good. it's killer is because as he made it, the bar staff made everybody one. So they walked around and went, oh, here you go, here you go, here you go. We're like, yo, my God. <laughs> so they, we, didn't even, we didn't even drink the one he made because it has to sit for a while. So we all got a sangria. Awesome. Okay, that's pretty good. It was. We really learned good. how to make sangria. So it was a white, white sangria with melon and Riesling. All right, second thing out was nachos. What? Crab and Plabano nachos? Holy smoke. So he, he's showing how to make them like the Emerald Show. He's doing all the thing, explaining stuff, showing us everything. But as he's how doing to roast it, the peppers, the, with staff, peppers the staff comes out and gives us all nachos. And Big nachos two, yeah. for two people. And I'm already getting full at this point. Crazy. <laughs> Next course, prickly pear margarita. He makes it, blends it, shows how to do everything. And the staff brings out just everybody gets one. They had extra. You want another one? Yes, we do. The next course, fajitas. By this point, I couldn't finish them. I did. I just ate all the meat and shrimp. I left all the vegetables. But it's like, this is, I can't believe how much food we're having. It was great. Then they made dessert. And then on these ices, coconut and mango ices. I cannot stress enough we're going to do it this. It was everybody. so cool. It, for 30 bucks, then everybody gets a care package at the end. In that care package <laughs> is, a, is way, twice the size of an airport bottle of Patron silver. All right, that's like and 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 a ten dollar gift card for right. the restaurant. Right, so there you go. So now you're like, so it's, it's cheap. Why wouldn't you go? It was like, oh my god, it was so incredibly cool. I'm like, I'm so glad we went. Highly recommend. It's once a month. The next one's on. It's, I have it here. Um, I had notes. There they are. Oh, Saturday, June thirtieth. Right, Chef Terry Lynn's twenty five dollars per person plus tax gratuity. You just go to their website. And you can, you can sign up. There's, it's limited space. Yeah, call 702-258-1211 to make your reservation. But if you're, here, if you're going to be here on June 30th, plan on that. It's early. And it's, early. I, it's 10 to 12. I thought I heard that he does something similar for, for Mona Me. I looked it up. I couldn't find it. You couldn't find that? Um, anyway, uh, so from there, what did we do that day? Then we went to the mall. We went shopping. We, oh, yes, we did. I we got did. my awesome sombrero giant cowboy sombrero. Because it's in the mall, so we went up to the mall. It's the coolest sombrero ever. Right around. Like, yeah. I can't. I'm going to wear it to the pools. Yeah. We had to get home and get ready pretty quick because we had to get out to Buffalo Bills. Now, if you don't know where Buffalo Bills is, I've never been there. It's at Prim, which I didn't even know what that was. I call it State Line because it's the California State Line. Yeah. Okay. So we drive all the way out to State Line. And I say that jokingly because everybody I talk to, my dad, basically, mainly, like, oh, that's far. It's 33 miles. It really wasn't far at all. It wasn't far. I mean, you know, 25, 30 minutes, you're, you're, you're already parked. Um, we go into Buffalo Bills. There's still three things there. There's Prim Valley, Buffalo Bills, and Whiskey Pete's. We only went to Buffalo Bills. Was the single crowdest casino it was packed. There I've wasn't even like one open machine in there. It, well, there were, there were one, but if we wanted to play next to each other, no way. No dice. I've never seen a place so crowded 
in my life. And fun. The bar was packed. And the whole bar was full. So the first thing we walk in, friend of ours band's playing. Or they're setting up to play. Like, oh my God, it's Johnny. It's, uh, and and Carolyn and some guys. It's a local band in town. They play you know, rock stuff. They're playing or getting ready to play in the, the, like, how cool is this? So we sat down at the bar. We finally got two seats only because Drunky McDrunkster gave up the seat because he's like, do you and your girlfriend want to sit down? He said that to me about him. Right. He's like, do you want to sit down? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, does your girlfriend want to sit down? I'm like, yeah, she yeah, wants to sit does. down too. Yeah. <laughs> but then after that, he just you kept... said, yeah, she's got hemorrhoids. She'd love to sit down. Oh, uh, God. But then after that, he just kept harassing us and harassing us. And like, well, he started so doing irritating. the, once he realized I wasn't a girl. Yeah, then he's I mean, like. I don't know how drunk you have to be to think this is a girl. He saw, but, the, um, he saw your back. You were a tall girl. I, I, I do got back. <laughs> you got back, girl. Um, and anyway, then he jumped from I'm a girl to, all right, man. Who, who are, are, you? are you? You're a musician. Can are you, you a sing? singer? And it's I, like, no, I don't up. sing. Um, but then it was like that getting in your face, that, oh, sign my friend's shirt. Like like they, when they, and then he'd convinced all of his friends, the whole group of like, what, seven or eight people that he was famous. Right. So then they're all just as drunk. They're ordering mind erasers at the bar. I know. Like, that's how wasted they I were. I go to the bartender and ask so him for irritating. help. So irritating. He goes, I go, hey, you know, I'm getting... <laughs> Yeah. This, this, this so blew up in my face. Because <sighs> bartender comes over. And he's like, oh, you guys, and we're, we're like, first off, by the way, in the casino, I think the beers are 250 and the drinks are 350 Yeah, they're 350 Everything's dirt Ridiculous. cheap. Ridiculous. So we're doing like Coors Lights, trying to watch, there was a hockey game on this channel, NASCAR was on that channel, Kyle Busch won, I'm trying to watch that. And, and, the, and the Friends band, so we're watching Yeah, yeah, that. it's like all this going on, and then Drunky Mc... Jose over here is like, yes. So anyway, I go to the bartender. <laughs> You're like, hey, help me, please. I'm like, I'm like hey, uh, you know, I just kind of give him, he goes, oh, is he bothering you? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I said, yes, he is. I mean, not, it wasn't violent, it's just it's getting annoying. You're like, yeah. And he goes, uh, he goes, oh, do you think, he thinks you're somebody. I'm like, yeah. And then he, he said, goes, are you? He goes, are you? I'm like, <laughs> it's like what does now, it matter? Now, now he believes it, too. It's like, I go, no. And he went, I go, and I just like Mexico, I said, no, I'm not. And he went, it's for today or not. Dude, get the big drunk dude off me. I don't, I mean, I don't care who you think I am or not. I'm not, but whatever. Yeah, it's, it's the, and the, the Mexico thing was when we, we took a trip to Cabo, San oh, Lucas. And, we shut down the airport. Yeah, because they thought he was Jonathan Davies from Corn. Everybody. And they shut down the airport. It was ridiculous. I was like a little pudgy and Everywhere I had a, I had a we beer. went, it was like, Jonathan, my A's, my A's. I was signing people's <laughs> everything, or babies. Like little kids, yeah, or, kids are walking up with guitars, I'm like, can you sign this for me? Sign my baby. And after a while, we're like, yeah, just sign it. Whatever. I didn't. Because I, you were, you were, you're the talk of the I town. I think I talked about that on the show. The same thing happened. Look, I'm nobody, man. But it's, the more you say it, the more I people. Know. So the reason we were even <laughs> in this place, by the way, was Weird Al Yankovic was playing. And that's what we were going <laughs> yeah. to see. So at uh, 8 o'clock, we had to be there at 6 because we had house seats. And you have to be there by 6. Come to find out from my... No, you don't really. You could just show up. Yeah. But anyway, so we show up. We go to see Weird Al Yankovic. I've never seen Weird Al Yankovic. It was a cool show. Maybe the one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen someone that entertaining. Just literally, he should have a show. Oh, yeah, like all the costume changes. And he, yeah, he should have a residency somewhere. Awesome. I mean, it was incredible. I've never seen so many people have a good time. It was in the big arena. That arena is big. Mm. Packed. Fun. We were it's singing along to Yoda and beat it and or eat it and he came. It was, he was so good. He came out and sang "Fat" in the fat suit with like the fat the fat prosthetic and, and everything. And then he did one song as fat. Went back. They play some video. He comes back and they're all Amish and he does Amish Paradise. 
Then one song. Then he goes back, they play some video, he comes out, Stormtroopers, Darth Vader. I mean, I, I couldn't believe how much work went into that show. Incredible show. It was a cool show. But we found out why that place was so packed. Oh, the Prim in general. Prim, well, I don't know about all of Prim, but um, Buffalo Bills, where we were, because they, they bus in everybody. Right, it's a California, California. bus. They, by 8 o'clock, they were all getting on buses to go back to California. I guess it's just a day trip. Yeah, so, um, so they so they bust Drunky back. Right. So. Yeah, yeah, about eight, about seven thirty, they all they had yeah. to get on the bus. By the way, though, really fun, killer place. I like Prim. I would go there for anything. That would be like my first choice. If there was a if there was someone playing there, and then somewhere else, I would go there just to go back. It was really fun. Really. Oh well, let me. Are you, are you <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I actually am. We we should go back. Um, I think you should try the other the other spots too. Whiskey right. Pete's. Yeah. I uh, no, I loved it. I loved it a lot. So anyway, so it's only, the show is at 8, it's only 10 o'clock, we drive into town, it's like, well, now what? First off, we're starving, we haven't eaten since El Segundo. We literally had not eaten since El Segundo. That was full, though, that was a lot of food. It was, and so we're starving, so we're like, well, we're, let's, there's a couple punk bands we want to see, we'll get to that in a minute, but so we said, let's go to Stakeout, little place across from the college, and it's a little, what's that, a little place? It's kind of a dive the bar. The address, Stakeout, it's on 4800 South Maryland. Right across from the college, now again... Here's another, here's, listen to me, fellas. If you like girls, this is the place for you. This place is packed. It was packed, and now these were not ladies. These were girls. Oh, yeah, College these were girls. very these young were girls. Sexy co-eds gone wild. Um, yeah, very, very much like <laughs> and that. And the crowd goes wild. Yeah, yeah, I mean, lots of, you know, that, that crowd. But hey, if you like sexy co-eds, and I know I do, um, it was full of them. And people, now they got 50-cent uh, pool upstairs. Um... They have, they're supposed to have the best Philly in town. You've had it. I've had it, but I don't... But we didn't know it was supposed to be good, so we weren't paying attention. And I also don't have anything else to compare it to. Oh, well, <laughs> so, now I know that I the, the big the thing show. when I was reading about them on Yelp is everybody said, the Philly is great, and you can get it with Boca. I guess if you it don't like It must be the, the vegetarian version. But if you're, getting, if you're a vegetarian, don't order a Philly cheesesteak. Don't order anything with steak in the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it was something with steak, and just don't even bother. Um... But anyway, so we loved it. Grab some food there. We ate there. Cheap, um, cheap drinks, cheap, cheap food. Very cheap, very just good. Um, the uh, we got a couple PBRs. I think they were two bucks. Um, Can't beat that. I got the chicken fingers that were so hot I couldn't eat them for, and I ate them anyway. But we were really hungry. Starving. So from there, right up the block to Motor City Cafe, brand new place that opened up right behind on Restaurant Row, right behind Buca de Beppo. If you know where Buca de Beppo is and Morton Steakhouse. Mm -hmm. It's literally right. It's, it's, in, it's like it, it's parallel to Restaurant Row. It's kind of behind a little bit. But not bit. really. I mean, if you parked at Buca de Beppo, it's right there. I mean, you don't have to walk. It's in that shop. There's a right, right behind Buca de Beppo and Morton Steakhouse. There's like a, another a, row. There's a donut slash Mexican food place. There's a Indian, Indian slash place. foot massage joint <laughs> and a total punk rock place that serves pizza right in the middle of that. People talk about Double Down. They talk, there's a lot of places in town, but this is one of those hidden gems. I mean, I don't think many people know about it yet. Killer bands. I mean, but this is total punk rock. It's got a pizza place inside that's pretty good. Yeah, we've had it. It's cash only. It's cheap as dirt. They serve pizza. You will get some kind of fluids on you. Might be spittle. Might be something out of the other end. I don't know, but it's, there's, <laughs> there's sweat and crap flying everywhere. I mean, this is a punk rock, noisy uh, they spilled beer on the PA. Sorry, dude. Blah, 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 blah. But it's just like, who cared? Yeah. It was awesome. And we, we've been there several times. It's one of our 
late night spots that we'll hit on the way home. And we'll it just never usually just like drive by, see if people are there, and if they are, we'll go in. Yeah, it, it's because it, really when you yeah, pull they, up, they don't have nights every single night, but well, Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. And there was two great bands that I wish you knew the name of. And we knew two of the guys in the first band, and they were great. I don't, and I never asked them who they were. We're like, yeah, oi! <laughs> and then they left. They're like, oh, whatever. And so <laughs> like, you're they, good. You're What's your name? good. <laughs> Dude, whatever. It, it was such a cool place. And in fact, um, that it's, like I said, it's one of those hidden gems. If you like the punk rock, but like real punk rock, Double Down is too. Mm. But it's not so, the like, tourists don't know about this. They do now. Yes. I love it. Go. Let's go there on Friday, Saturday. It's killer. So, get, the, get the pizza. It's very good. The pizza's good. So we went high to low. We went cooking class, very, oh, it was so lovely hanging out with you, my wife. That was so great. You <laughs> just spit punk rock thing at the end of the day. That Saturday was just insane. Then Sunday, we had to get up for the Ren Fair. But we're not even talking about that. That was just a whole other thing. The Boulder City Ren Fair. The Boulder City Ren Fair. So we had to get up again at 9 o'clock and get out to the Ren Fair. Which they that held, was fun. They held in a parking lot this year, so it wasn't like Yeah, it was like a desolate, barren wasteland. Yes. It's kind of cool in retrospect, but... But, anyway, so that was our adventure. But now, heard enough from us. Let's move on. Hear from you guys. Hey, bartender! Okay. So, here's what we hear from you. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. Um, give us, this, is, this email is so informative that I'm just going to sit back and listen. Oh, I thought you were going to do your what's what next. Let's, let's say bartender. Oh, let me fan myself. It's a little warm in well, here. Well, shooting that tequila will do that to you. Okay, this one's from Rob W. from Duncan, B.C. B.C. stands for British Columbia, not Baja, California. Thank you for that one. Okay. I didn't know that because I used to see license plates that said BC on them. And I always thought, that's a pretty crappy car for Canada. And everybody said, that's, it's <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. So this is a long email, but it's a pretty good one. All right. Hey, Dave and Alicia. Love, love, love Pub Crawl. Been watching for at least a year and never miss an episode. Well, there you go. I think you guys are awesome, too. Thanks. <laughs> As you probably already surmised from the subject line, I'm Canadian. Can't be helped. I was born there. How would we know from the subject line? Did he misspell it? Oh! <laughs> hey! Oh! Just, I was born there, and it's too late to change that now. I'm also a huge Vegas fanatic, and my wife and I would move there in a heartbeat if we could. Come on out. I realized that for many reasons not known to me, you guys seem to have a bit of an anti-Canadian thing. <laughs> it's okay. So do I at times. You have no idea, Rob. <laughs> but I must admit that I don't like hearing that it must be assumed that being a bad tipper is synonymous with being Canadian okay, or vice versa. Okay, a little backstory. Last week, you, the drunk term was Canadian. Two weeks ago. Was it? Yeah. Okay, and the drunk term was It was, it was last, last week? week? Yeah. Oh, how And the drunk term was Canadian, which meant Definitely last week. bad tipper. Now, we don't invent these drunk terms, by the way. We invent I mean, some, to our but, credit, but, but that, that one, one was a, that was just a term that we heard and read that like that's just what it's called. It's out there, man. We can't help. Not it. us. We just we're just spreading the truth. I don't here. know the difference. <laughs> okay, so he's gonna address this. Uh, I'm, but I must admit, I don't like hearing it. That it must be assumed. Okay, so that, or vice versa. I've I've been hearing that the Canadian bad tipper thing. I've been hearing it for about thirty years now. Oh, but it's not just us. No, I like to think that even if the reputation were based in truth at one time, that it has now lapsed into urban myth territory. Oh. Both my wife and I are former service industry people. I used to be a cab driver, and my wife was a chambermaid and a bar waitress. 
I never heard it be called a chambermaid. That sounds hot. That is. I want a chambermaid. I want to. Have your, have your wife move up. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we tip, we tip generously and fairly whenever we're dealing with people in the service industry, whether it's in Las Vegas or anywhere else we travel or even in our hometown. We tip everyone. And he's listing everyone they tip. Good job. Foot massage. Foot massage. We always tip our chambermaid at the hotel we're staying at. Oh. Always. <clears throat> oh, really? You said that? Yeah. Oh, that's what a chambermaid is? Yes. Oh, I had a whole rooms, dirty, room dirty story going on about it. It's room service in Canada. Oh, oh, in really? Canada. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, and the chambermaid was like, oh, I guess because you have your chamber pot and you're Richard Chamberlain. Chamberlain? Yes. Oh, okay. That's Richard. a good name for that. It is. Chambermaid. Mmm. Room service. When they go like, housekeeping, it'd be better if they went, chambermaid. They should oh, change that. come on in. Oh, they should. I think so. Because nothing sexy about <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then he's, he's uh, actually citing a, st a study. Well, a study we'll a while back conducted by a market research firm called Cinevate on Canadian tipping habits came to this result. That study conducted by market research firm Cine Cinevate suggested that Canadians were among the world's most likely and biggest tippers. It found that 97% of Canadians regularly tip and almost one-third tip wait staff between 15 and 20%. 77% tip their hairstylists. That survey, which included more than 6,800 respondents in 10 countries, found that Canucks were as likely to tip as Americans by 98%, followed by the British, 84%, while only 59% of Brazilians and 31% of Indonesians usually re hey, reward play the race card. good service with gratuity. And then Indonesians. He, huh? Indonesians. What's so Indonesian? He, David. <laughs> so he's saying here, maybe a Brazilian should be the proper drunk term for a bad tipper rather than the name of a bikini waxing. But who's afraid of a Canadian and who's afraid of a Brazilian? Right. You know what? To be honest with you, they know, a Canadian They know capoeira. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had a Canadian man at me or a Brazilian man at me, I'll go for the Canadian. Nah. Brazilians are... But thank you for that email. That, that was no, very... Right. I didn't know that. That's you're very informative. Right. Um, no, yeah, like I said, we didn't invent it. We just, that was a term that we read. And it's we brought that up to a couple bartenders, and they gave us other names, but we can't say on the air. Yeah. We're bad tippers. Just <laughs> other, to say. They, they were Canadian. They were, they were slang. Yeah, but we can't, but they weren't Canadian. So that, that was just a term we heard. But no, it's good to know. So Canadians do tip. Apparently so. There you go. Almost as much as Americans. No, as much as. 98%. Um, and even more than Brits. That's right. Um, we have a couple friends in the industry, and they say Indians. Not so good. Is that Indonesian? No. Okay. <laughs> I was an eye. I was coming. <laughs> we have a checker, actually. Question. Well, I think we're going to, there's a, yeah, it's going to be a war, and that's a war I don't really want to see. Blame Canada. <laughs> Blame Canada. Uh, uh, yeah, we're just like, we don't want to, it's like, they're just such an easy target. Uh, always, like I always say, you could throw stones up, but you can't throw them down. It's not fair. Like if you're, if you're turning, if say your friend who's younger than you is turning 30, you can make fun of them because they're younger than you. But if someone's older than you and turning 40, you don't make fun of that. That's mean. You know what I mean? If you, always, you can make fun going down. So Canadians can make fun. We can make fun throwing up. It's not bad. Canada, America's hat. Oh, see, you're going to get a lot of <laughs> emails to Alicia at Bub Crow. Uh, it's a toque, by the way. Um, 
Sorry, Rob, you opened the door. I know, sorry, You opened the door. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I think we have another chat room. We love you. No, we do, we do. No, and we, and we love Canadians. And come down here and spend your, your funny money down here. We love it. No, it's, now it's okay. Now I'm just okay, kidding. we just got to stop. He did address the Caesar, which we're going to address. Yeah, in yeah. He, I think yes. we're going to make a Caesar. So, Rob, we're saving your email for maybe next week or the week after because we want to address the Caesar issue. Um, Caesar's a Bloody Mary in Canada, which it's got clam. Which beer. nobody can. We always hear Canadians ordering it at bars. And no one knows what we're talking about. And so yeah. we're going to have one and talk about it. And I think we're going to we're going to compare it against a Bloody Mary and there see. There you go. See what, what's the diff. So that's enough from that. <laughs> so let's get on to our last segment, which is normally last call, but we're switching it up. This is one of the weeks where we're doing switching what's what on <laughs> Oh, what's what on Pub Crawl? This is where we kind of give you a little bit of information. You know what? What? As of March 21st, 2003, <laughs> the largest slot machine jackpot ever. You see that? No. Ever. It was, it was won at Excalibur, $39 million. The person who won it was 25 years old, and they put 100 bucks in the machine. That's $1.5 million a year until they're 50, or he's 50. 25-year-old won a $39 million jackpot at Excalibur. Oh, I heard, I heard the last half of that on the radio driving home today. Well, half ain't going to Wow, come. I didn't know that. Can you imagine That's that? That's awesome. I just saw that today. I'm like, $39 million on Megabucks. We always say Megabucks is the way to really lose your money really fast, but you can, there's always those big jackpots. Does the Hilton still have like seven, oh, no, the whole town of that, the Triple Diamond had some huge jackpot. But that's the sure. biggest ever was one last month. That is awesome. Actually, I no, have. No, it actually, it says 2003. Why am I reading that now? <laughs> I don't know. That was in the paper. <laughs> I don't know. Is uh, these, these are your news tidbits. Yeah, no <laughs> um, also, my, something close to our heart. Got to show the picture. A woman collapsed in, into unconsciousness at, uh, at the um, heart, heart attack, attack grill. grill. Another one. That's two people down. We're, we're taking them down, man. We're taking them down. One, two, three. So that's the triple bypass. That's the bypass. triple bypass. The guy had the heart attack about two months ago eating the quadruple bypass. That, this woman passed out doing a double bypass. Oh, just a double? Just a double. That was a triple. The, uh, that's a triple. That's, yeah, that's three patties on um, Is that the server? She's real skinny. Yeah, well, she doesn't eat there. She needs to eat a couple of those. You know what's funny? I gotta side with the owner on this, because you know what? If you go into there, if you go into the Heart Attack Grill, right on Fremont Street, and you have a heart attack from eating a hamburger, it's not that hamburger that did it, because I mean, someone that's totally in shape could go in there and eat a hamburger and not have a heart attack. That's it's not, you know what I mean? It's maybe it might yeah, be the straw not... that broke the camel's back, but believe me, the camel probably shouldn't have been eating burgers for a long time before that one. But what I thought was funny was last year the company's 600-pound spokes model died, and they were 29 years old. At 29, their spokes model, 600 pounds, died. That's funny. I still think the, the owner, he just hates, he hates fat people. A little bit of a backstory on that. Before, I've been saying that for years. Before they opened up here in town, Heart Attack Griller from Arizona, we saw them on the Food Network or Travel Channel or something. And you, you saw it. You've got like a sixth sense. You saw the anger in his eye. He's a doctor, a former doctor. And you saw when he was talking about the restaurant, you're like, 
he wants to kill fat people. I think he really does. You said that. You're and like, he's, you know, he's got a... And legally, I mean, he makes them sign a waiver when they walk in, everybody, He's so. got a hatred. You could, I, I kind of side with you. I think he does. Like, he's, you had an old uh, professor that used to do this, say, if you like this, it's because you eat too bad, like mad. Like, oh, yeah, he mad. was angry. Yeah, yeah he always said, if you have high blood pressure, yeah, if you have acid reflux, it's because you eat too much and you're fat. And he would, like, yell at people in the room, and it's right. like, jeez, dude. Yeah. Whoa, like, like he was angry. No, so I Same think guy. this guy, I, you, and you agree that. that <laughs> yeah, guy, maybe he was hungry, yeah, because he was a little, little skinny guy. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what this guy, I think he's got that. You know what, if they come in and die, so what? Like, ooh, Yeah, so what? I'm trying hey, to teach them a lesson. It's like, I've oh. never had it. We do, we, we're, we're planning on going in there we'll probably split a single bypass because the um you do know that the trip of the quadruple is ten thousand calories ten thousand calories for the quadruple no i can't or even the what, what are the fries the flatliner fries yeah flatliner fries i wonder how many calories for one flatliner fry so it's pretty bad news but i'll go i'll take a i'll just have a we'll bite we'll get a single and we'll split it the single's only prob the single's probably not any worse than the other, well, a little worse, but not bad. We'll probably get a thousand each, probably a two thousand calorie burger. Not bad. Yikes. I could afford it. Look at this. <laughs> uh, anyway. Then you have another one here. Oh. Uh, at oh. noon on, was it Monday? Last Monday. April 30th. O'Shea's Casino closed its doors. Sad, sad news. They closed their doors. They're done. And they imploded the parking garage, Yeah, on too. Tuesday or Wednesday night. No, Tuesday night. Monday or Tuesday yeah, night. Yeah, like one thirty in the morning yeah. or something. Yeah, O'Shea's is gone. Well, they're not... Well, the, the building, they're just remodeling. It's not like they're going to implode it. They're just remodeling it. So, that was our what's what. They're, they're making the way for something new, I'm sure. How? It's that time. It is. Thank you, live studio audience! Thank you! <laughs> Thank you, live chat room! Live chat room! <laughs> I'm going to say an extra special thank to those of us north of the border in Canada. Thank you very much thank for watching. Thank you, Canadians. Canada. Thank you. Yes, Canadians. <laughs> Go Canada! By the way, are there any Canadians still left in the playoffs? Hockey players, anybody know? If they are, let's hope that they win. But I, I, they, the senator, I know the Senators are out. I don't know if there's any Canadian teams left in the playoffs. But if there are, know. I'll give a little, hey. <laughs> um, so... Remember, Pub Crawl uh, Vegas Video Network, pubcrawl at vegasvideonetwork.com is our email address. Twitter, we're the LV locals. That means Las Vegas locals. Does. Um, the whole network is Vegas Video Network. Uh, what else we got? Roku, all the rage. Um, KSHP. KSHP, 1400 AM every Saturday here in Las Vegas. Um, Saturdays at noon at noon o'clock. Oh, and next Saturday, we're going to be at... Or this Saturday. Oh, we're going to be the Las Vegas Hilton. Former Cinco Las Vegas Hilton. Cinco de Mayo. This is the Tequila and Beer Tasting Festival. So if you guys are there, If you're in town, go to the LVH on Saturday. All the tequila and beer tasting you can handle. <laughs> so remember, we do urge you to drink responsibly, whatever that may mean. And we do not <laughs> leave stuff. No, we do not make stuff up, but we do leave stuff out. Until next week. Cheers. 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 <laughs>